and welcome to So What's the Problem, a podcast in which we watch movies from our youth to determine if they're problematic by today's standards. I'm Jimmy. And I'm Jen. Today we'll be discussing Halloween 3, Season of the Witch, which was released in the US on October 22nd, 1982, the UK on June 9th, 1983, and in Ireland on July 8th, 1983. It was written and directed by Tommy Lee Wallace and stars Tom Atkins, Stacey Nelkin, Dick Warlock, Nancy Keys and Dano Herley. 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 Yes. That guy. Yeah. Bad guy from Robocop. Well, Robocop too. Um, yeah, so what's going to happen is this. Jen and I have thought of three problems that this movie has. Three each, and also one positive, and we'll just have a little discussion of it. So, Jen, this was your first time watching this movie. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, Um in like I guess 2000 when I started working at a video store I rented all the Halloween movies I'd never seen any of them um, but when I saw Michael Myers wasn't in this one I was like I don't want to watch that that's not a true mm-hmm. Halloween movie not knowing why it didn't have Michael mm-hmm. Myers in it and I even own it on DVD uh, I think it came with my copy of Halloween too but I'd never I was too stubborn and never watched it so this is my first time yeah, there is a lot of people who are quite snobby about this movie, and because Mike Myers isn't in it. Mm-hmm. But I really like the intention behind it. Yeah. Because John Carpenter and Deborah Hill wanted to do Halloween as an anthology series, mm-hmm. but they were kind of forced into making Halloween 2 with Michael Myers. Um, so that's why he was killed off at the end of that movie. Uh, so they could do the anthology thing. But it was a bit too late because now it didn't have Michael Myers and people wanted Michael Myers. Just keep bringing back the dead man, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, which obviously became a trope in horror movies. You know, the villain always comes back. I like the intention behind this movie. And I love that this movie is batshit insane. I love the premise of this movie mm-hmm. and the places that it goes to. Uh, and I remember watching this for the first time. I recorded it off BBC One, I think, back in... It must have been the early 90s. It was before my sister was born, so it must have been like 89, 90, maybe, say. Um, it's when my gran had a VHS player. I must have been staying with my gran at the time. So I was I watched it then, and then I remember watching it on the VHS after. I must have bought the VHS because I liked it, and I wanted to use the VHS tape that I had with the, the copy on it, I wanted to use it for something else. Maybe some Hannibal Bear cartoons, probably. So I, I, I bought it, and to my surprise, the VHS version I bought was actually edited. Really? And the, Yeah, and the uncut version was shown in BBC One, which is usually the other way around. <laughs> but yeah, I was always surprised by that. Like The, the death of the old man, I guess you said, ripped off, was, um, was edited. And the woman who gets her mouth melted and stuff. <laughs> um, all of that was kind of edited down in the VHS version. But I can't really find anything about this movie being edited by the BBFC, the British censors. Um, so I don't know what happened there. There must have been two versions kicking about at one point. But now the, the actual version that everyone has is the, the uncut version. I really liked this movie back then. And I think I liked it because it was ballsy. Mm. But I recognise it's not a it's not a good movie, but I I like it for being batshit insane and um and going play. I mean, this is actually if you think about it, right? This is the most Halloween movie out of all the Halloween movies because it's 
technically about Halloween. Yeah. So I would have liked to have seen them do more of these stories, you know, if this had got better, well-received at the time. It just sucks that they had to do another Michael Myers movie, because if this had been the second one... Yeah. Maybe it would have taken off. And have you ever heard of the series Into the Dark? I think I have. Is it a it's, Amazon series or something? It's on Hulu. It's a series right. of movies where like each movie oh, is yeah, yeah, yeah. based on a different holiday. Yeah. And it I feels know. like that's mm-hmm. kind of, you know, that's the closest thing anyone's been able to do to what John Carpenter wanted to do with Halloween. Yeah. I mean, that would have been, in itself, doing that back in, say... When was Halloween 2? 1980? 19, uh, 1980, I think. Back in 1980, if they got to make this back in 1980 or whatever, mm-hmm. another anthology film, uh, the first anthology episode, whatever, they managed to do that then. That was actually be quite groundbreaking. Yeah. That's, that's like a, a, you know, a movie version of The Twilight Zone, which is what they were going to go for. Um, and, you know, as much as people like Michael Myers... I do think that he has been sort of overdone in the movies mm-hmm. with all the, the the reboots and all the the remakes and um and all the different timelines and stuff. And it's like I think I would have preferred this to to have been the thing because I think John Carpenter would have been more involved. I think he would have loved to have done different stories. Yeah, he would have stuck with the franchise and done different stories every few years or whatever. I think that would have intrigued him more than just bring back the dead man, you know? Yeah. Anyway, so what did you think of this, watching it for the first time? It's weird. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, I don't I, I don't know if I liked it or not. Like, I have no idea. Yeah, it, was just, it was very strange. <laughs> yeah, no, I understand that. In first watch, I can imagine it's a lot. Um, and, yeah, it is incredibly strange. But, um, but yeah, that's why I... I wouldn't say I love it, but I would say that I admire it and I do enjoy it for the most part. So, let's just start with our problems then and I'll go with my first one. Okay. And that is, uh, I'm sure this is supposed to be on purpose, but Dr. Dan Chalice is the worst protagonist in the history of horror movies ever. <laughs> and and I've seen Hostel. I have, I have not, so... <laughs> People who have seen Hostel will know what I mean by that. But this protagonist, he's terrible. He's disgusting and he's pathetic and he also loses. So there's that. Uh, my understanding is the actor doesn't believe he lost. Yeah, but he did. Though. It's supposedly an ambiguous ending, but I don't think there's anything ambiguous about it. Well, I mean, we could talk about we could talk we'll talk about it right now if you want. Okay. This movie doesn't seem to realize that time zones exist. Yes. Yeah. It, it that and the fact that like he's calling the stations to have them stop the commercial, but it's like you would only be calling the local stations. Mm-hmm. It's still gonna affect the rest of the country. Yeah. In an hour's time, and then two hours time, and then three hours time, possibly. Yeah. But. It doesn't, because all the way through it's like, at nine o'clock this is going to happen. But nine o'clock when? And then before it, it says 7.30. But, yeah, but what time zone is it 7.30? I hadn't even thought about that. Are you just focusing on the time zone that we're currently in? So, I don't know. It doesn't make much sense to me, that. Because it doesn't even say 9pm Eastern, then, you know... 
8 p.m. Whatever. It doesn't. It doesn't say that. It says 9 p.m. and that's it. <laughs> so and he's got the entire country to phone as well. Yeah. So there's no way he wins. There's absolutely zero way he's won. Yeah. So what did you think of Doctor Daniel Chalice? I don't like him. No. <laughs> I'll go ahead and list list my first problem since it's related. Right. Well, give me a second. I do okay. like. I do like the actor. I like Tom Atkins. I've liked him in other things. Because John Camperter seems to think that Tom Atkins is the sexiest motherfucker alive. <laughs> because there's this movie, and then there's um, The Fog. And in The Fog, he bangs Jamie Lee Curtis within five minutes of meeting her. <laughs> and it's like, John Carpenter, come on now. <laughs> Sorry, what's your first problem? Oh, um... He's talking to the nurse at the beginning, Agnes, mm-hmm. and he says something about, like, I should have married you, and then he grabs her ass. Mm-hmm. That's sexual harassment. That is sexual harassment. Like, I don't... Are we Are we supposed to find that charming? Yeah. It's 1982, Jen. We're absolutely supposed to find it's that charming. It's gross. It is gross. And, and some might say, well, she laughs along with it, and it's like, yeah, in real life, that's what happens, is that men are gross and then women mm-hmm. have to laugh along because it's their boss or whatever. Yeah. It, it you don't want funny. to upset the boss. You don't want to get fired for it. So it immediately made me hate him. Yeah. He's gross. He really is gross. And how, I mean, he's married with two kids. Well, he was married as his ex-wife, mm-hmm. to be fair. Um, so it's not as though he's cheating on his wife, so there's that. But I pretty much imagine he has cheated on his wife. <laughs> you know? I mean, he's a drunk. And he's a sexual harasser. And he likes to flirt with women who look like they're 18. <laughs> um, she looks incredibly young. Maybe it's just a porcelain doll face. Um, but she looks young. Anyway, my second problem... Because we're rattling through this already. My second problem is... And I'm only going to say it once... Because I feel ill. I'm ill at the moment recording this, people, and I don't want to make myself throw up. So I'll just say it once. Bugs. Right, what's your <laughs> second problem? Yeah, you didn't warn me there were going to be snakes. Oh, sorry. You don't like snakes? I don't like snakes. Right, okay. Next time I pick a movie, if I know there's snakes in it, I'll <laughs> tell you there's snakes in it. I didn't realise that. I'm sorry. I apologise. I also didn't that. tell you a, a, a child's head melts and I'm asking. Oh, that's fine. I just don't like out. snakes. <laughs> you don't care if children die. So when a big giant snake crawls out of its corpse. Bleh. Um, Yeah, fair enough. I'll remind you next time. Um, so what's your second problem? Um, My second problem is when the dude um goes in to kill the store owner in the um, mm. hospital just mm. the shot with the eyes with his fingers <laughs> I it, 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 I couldn't I mean and there were a lot of shots like that in the movie where I had to just like look away because I couldn't handle violent. it yeah it was very mm. graphic yeah but I, I, I like it for that though I, I like that it goes there I think that this story warrants that because of what it is it's a man who wants to kill children, you know? Yeah. You have to have that in there. Um, you have to have the child die, and you have to have... But, I mean, maybe it crosses the line a couple of times, like uh, like the, the bug crawling out of the woman's mouth, like that. But also, 
I think that the the whole head man get his head ripped off thing is done so well and shot so well as well. I think it's just so well done that I I like it. But yeah, I understand watching it for the first time. See, I never know whether to give you warnings or not, Jess. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's fine. Uh, but it's funny because um, I my class has uh, there's like a lot of work this week, so I haven't had as much time. Um, so when I watched this movie, I watched it at work. Mm-hmm. And so it was weird trying not to react and alert people to the fact that I was watching a movie <laughs> at my desk. So people would look and just see you turning away from your screen and you would just have to pretend you're coughing or something. It was a weird setting to be watching it in. I can imagine. Yeah. Yeah, it was strange. My third problem, uh, despite all the title cards that announce the dates and the times and stuff, mm-hmm. the movie's not very coherent um, because uh, we don't really need to know what day it is. Yeah. You know, all these cards saying it's fr- it's it's Monday, it's Tuesday, then two seconds later, no, it's Thursday. It's like, wait, what's going on? And the rush of cards telling us when it is and what time it is um, and how many days it is makes the story feel rushed and muddled. And and, and then on top of that, we've got that fucking annoying jingle constantly well, and that tells us there's two more days to Halloween. At one point when it was, I think it, when it was seven days to Halloween, the jingle sounded like it was saying four days. I don't know if that was just me, but it it was really confusing. I, I never noticed. But, uh, but yeah, all that, that's what I mean though, because you've got the... The, the text coming up and then you've got the, the audio telling you and it makes your brain sort of mush and going, right, what, what, what's happening? What's going on? What day is this? Where am I? I smell toast. You know? <laughs> it just makes everything seem so incoherent to me. And also, there's things that, that just don't make sense. Like the Ellie bot, for example. She becomes a bot. Mm-hmm. Okay. Why? Um, when and how? Yeah, yeah. How did he? How did he make that so fast? Yeah. So is she just dead now? I mean, yeah. that would be nice to know that she's dead now. Um, and why did Cochrane make that thing? Did he know that he was going to rescue her and then you know kill all his bots? Why did she help him kill the bots? I don't I, I, think a ton of thought went into this movie. I don't think it did. I don't think it did. I also think it's that thing that we've talked about before where, I mean, this is 1982, so I think they just think people aren't going to think about it that much. Yeah, see, that that always comes back to that, doesn't it? Mm. It always comes back to movies that were made in the 80s and the 70s, etc., that they just didn't, didn't know that VHS was going to exist. Yeah. And then DVDs, and then YouTube, <laughs> and Netflix and things. Well, and without the but, internet, they didn't know how much people think about what they're watching. Yeah, exactly. Um, Like, I know, I mean, I don't know how long they've been doing focus groups, but, like, even with focus groups, like, are the kind of people that you get to come in and watch a random movie at, like, the mall, are they... I don't want to stereotype or anything, but, like, are they going to be, like, thinking about things real hard? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> More boobs. Jesus. Probably. You know, I'm, I'm sure that some people have said that in a focus group meeting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that leads to my third problem. 
There is absolutely no need for sex in this movie. Absolutely zero need for an affair at all. Not even an affair, technically. There is no need for any of that. It is so pointless. It's and gross. And it would almost play better if it didn't happen because then he's just like helping this woman with like nothing. I don't know. It and like why is she wearing such sexy lingerie while searching for her father? I don't know. It's not cool. Like, that whole thing was just, it was pointless. Like, I've seen, like, gratuitous sex in movies and stuff before, and this is, like, one of the worst ones I've ever seen. Right. Oh, well, there's just, like, nothing leading up to it, and then there's nothing after. So what's the point? Yeah, all that happens is he... Oh, and by the way, let's just just note this, right? He is on the phone to his wife and cancels an appointment, like, an appointment, a date with his kids, right? Mm -hmm. He's going to go and take his kids somewhere. He cancels that, and then he grabs a six-pack of beer and runs to the car with this 23-year-old in the car. Mm-hmm. And then the next scene, he's banging her. And it's like, dude, you are the lowest. You are the lowest of a low- You don't even need to be there. Because, the world, I mean, all the kids are going to fucking die anyway. You do nothing, you're useless. So what's the point in you? You know, there's no point in Well, he tried there. to stop it. He tried, but, you know, he's, he's, I don't know, maybe if he got there sooner, maybe if he worked things out sooner and wasn't banging a 23-year-old, someone less, uh, more than half his age. Yeah. Let's, let's say. Well, because she was 23 and he was 47. Yeah, I definitely looked up that math while I was watching it. Yeah, so what they should have done was, because he's away from his kids, right, mm-hmm. make her a tiny little bit younger. Right? Mm-hmm. And then make her like 18 or 19. I don't know how old she's supposed to be. Maybe she is even supposed to be, be that, but the actress is 23. But make her 18 or 19 and she's looking for her dad. And then make it a father daughter thing. Because mm-hmm. he's away from his kids and she's lost her dad. So make it about that. Make it a touching father daughter type story. And he looks after her, he takes, takes care of her, and he does not bang her. It definitely, if it didn't have the sex, it would play better as, like, just a dude helping a woman out. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. he... It doesn't always have to resort to sex. He's he's already an unlikable character, but that would have made him more likable. The fact that he's just helping this woman. I think that the father-daughter angle would have been nice. Yeah. Because the setup, he's got kids, and he's trying to save kids, so why not make this also about him trying to save someone else's kid? that he's been forced to look after. Mm-hmm. I never once before that scene happens think his motivations has anything to do with how attractive she is or anything like that. So it mm-hmm. feels like it comes out of nowhere and it doesn't it doesn't seem to line up to me with the way the actors are playing their characters in the rest yeah. of the movie. Um mm-hmm. like if you told me that it was just inserted later uh, like the romance stuff in Top Gun, I would believe you. Yeah. Because that's the only movie I can think of where it felt so out of place to me. Yeah. Although... She looks like a porcelain doll. Yeah. But yeah, this, it just, it it's so pointless. It's so pointless. And it it just infuriated me. Right, so does it annoy you because of the fact that it's pointless or does it annoy you also because of the fact of the age difference? Or does that not bother you? The age difference, I mean, age differences 
often do bother me. It wasn't the age difference. It was the it was just how unnecessary it was. Like I honestly wasn't thinking about the age as much as I normally would have, I think. Um, I was yeah. more just mad it came out of nowhere. And I was also mad, like, you know, she comes on to him and it's like, would she really be doing this right now? Like, she's searching for her dad. Yeah. It, I don't know. It, cause it, yeah, it's kind of weird sort of daddy issues happening there. <laughs> and, and maybe even that would have been okay if, like, it was like something where, like, they realized they had chemistry and then they kissed or whatever. But she basically propositions him when there has been no indication of anything. No, there's been none at all. It's just so awkward. And I, I just, I think it goes along with that thing where, you know, they seem to think that you have to have sex in movies. No, no. And then he spends about five uncomfortable minutes kissing her breast. Mm-hmm. And it's like, all right, mate, come up for air. Can we cut away from that now, please? Thanks. And her lingerie just really bothered me. You see, the thing that bothers me about the age difference is there is no age given for her. Mm-hmm. And she does look like she's young. I mean, she doesn't look too young. She's not. She doesn't look thirteen or anything. But mm-hmm. I think she does look about maybe nineteen, twenty. Does he? Is, am I remembering correctly that he doesn't even bother to ask how old she is until the second time they have sex? <laughs> yeah, like he doesn't. It it just then occurs to him, like, oh, you could be a minor. Yeah. Jeez. I know. It's gross. <laughs> so gross. And it's it's a horror horror movie for different reasons. <laughs> and it's like. They need to make him a little more likable because if anything, like at the end when he's calling his ex and telling her to take off the masks, mm-hmm. it feels like it should have been written in a way where you'd feel sympathetic for him that she doesn't believe him. But like, mm-hmm. why should she believe him? Exactly. You know, like there's, I, I can't feel bad for him because like, he seems to be a super shitty dad. Yeah. Shitty dad, shitty husband. Um... It's clear that he's cheated on her. You know, he he's probably banged a few nurses in that hospital. And he's a shitty doctor because he goes to work drunk. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. He's just a despicable human being. Yeah. And despite the fact that many children are going to die, I'm glad he loses. <laughs> because he was not the hero that we needed in this storyline yeah. at all. Yeah. <laughs> God. Yeah. Did you? He's, oh, did you read that um, at the end, like in the credits, they were going to have the screams of children? I did. I had that. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. That's so <laughs> disturbing. <laughs> that would have been really fucked up. Um, and again, ballsy. I don't think anyone would actually ever listen to the end credits, mm-hmm. or watch the end credits, or they would stop just before, you know, just after he shouted, um, "Stop it." But he looks right at the camera and shouts, stop it. Oh, was he so, looking right at the camera? Yeah. Okay. The very final time he looks right at the I camera and that. shouts, stop it, yeah. But I think that's a... I, I really like that ending. Yeah, it's a good I ending. Think, you know, ambiguous endings are... Um, I don't think it's ambiguous, but I like it. Because he's he, got, he gets two of them switched off, but then the third one... I mean, there's, there's no way he's... That that's going to get switched off in time, or he's going to get to switch mm-hmm. all the other ones off in time. There's absolutely zero way he wins. Well, and since there are kids there, he's going to die in a minute. Yeah, he's going to get attacked by a snake. Yeah, it's so weird. It is. 
Uh, what did you think about the Halloween commercial? I don't mind it. I mean, he watches Halloween later on as well. Yeah. Um, but he smashes the TV. I don't mind it because it's um, it's telling you that this is a different universe to first Halloween movies. I so, I like the idea that, like, I mean, if it had been an anthology series, maybe they would have had, like, little nods to that. Um, and I know that in Halloween Kills, you see those masks. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's kind of like, like that series I told you about, uh, in in the dark um i've only seen a couple of the movies and one of them was called puka um and it was about like god i don't even remember it was like some stuffed animal thing and then there's another one called good boy where and you like see the uh, judy greer wearing puka pajamas and it made me one it made me wonder how many references to the other movies there were also, let me let me just say, Good Boy is a very good movie, and my cousin's uh, husband wrote it. Oh, nice! So I'm putting that. Out. Yeah, it's about. Um, it stars Judy Greer, and it's about a woman who gets um, an emotional support dog, who uh, supports her too much, and anytime somebody upsets her, he, the dog kills them. Nice. Cool. It's delightful. <laughs> anyway, I just wanted to throw that out there because that's not a movie people really know. But no, that's fine. That's good. Um, um, Ju- Judy Greer. Uh, speaking of Halloween, mm-hmm. um, Judy Greer is the best character in Halloween Kills, and in my opinion, was actually one of the worst characters in Halloween 2018. So I think they improved her character somewhat <laughs> because I think her acting was terrible in Halloween 20, 2018. Really? Her, yep. I thought her delivery was extremely flat. Um, when she's saying the story about her mum being crazy and stuff and teaching her things. I thought that was delivered in such a sort of flat, awful way. Mm-hmm. But I think they write her better in Halloween Kills and she's a badass now. Mm-hmm. And I liked that. So, I mean, I like Judy Greer. I've always liked Judy Greer. So it was more sort of disappointment of her performance in Halloween mm-hmm. 2018. I just didn't think she, they knew what to do with her or she really knew what to do with the part. But I think they both learned their lesson with the second one, and she's much better at it. And I think she's great. I think she's the best thing in Halloween Kills. Anyway, just a little um, uh, tangent there. So positives. Uh, did you manage to think of one? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna pull a Jimmy, um, and okay. say the music. Yeah, absolutely. I really like the music. John Carpenter is very talented with the music. Um. And it also, it oddly reminded me of music from Twin Peaks. Right, okay, yeah. And the music on Twin Peaks is amazing. So yeah. there were there were just some little music cues that reminded me of that. So Yeah, John Carpenter's music's usually pretty solid in his movies. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's amazing. But, I mean, I don't think there's ever really been a, a, a bad score of his. Maybe Ghost of Mars isn't great. It relies too much on, like, guitars and stuff. Uh, but I think this score, which he didn't have to do, mm-hmm. <laughs> but he still did, I think this score is great. I think it's it's different from other Halloween scores. But yeah, it's a really solid score. Uh, but I did not pick that for my positive, which is, you know, surprising. Because, <laughs> yeah, that usually is a jammy thing, the music. My positive is... Dan O'Hillary because I think he's such a good bad guy because I think he he's uh, he doesn't give a fuck 
he does not care. He's like, man, don't care. Kill them kids. Yeah, I I was looking at some quotes from rev- reviews, and they were really upset that they didn't understand the motivation. Yeah. But I kind of like the idea that he's just, like, wanting to, like, stir shit up. Exactly. He He's not doing it for any particular reason other than he can do it. He has found a way to do something. He's going to try it. And fuck it, if he kills a lot of kids, he doesn't care. Well, and he's... That he's <laughs> he says he's done what he's wanted to do. He says it's the ultimate prank or whatever. Like, it seems like he's yeah. just doing it for his own amusement, which is kind of hilarious. Yeah, he's doing it for shits and giggles. That's all the reason he's doing it. Because he thinks it's hilarious. So, you know, fuck it, why not? And I think that's great. And I think Dan O'Hillary, who is an Oscar winner, I think... Um, he seems to be loving this role so much. Mm-hmm. And some of his reactions, like when he's laughing one minute and then his just face just suddenly turns to stone and he's just going to like, I'm going to fucking kill you kind of look. I love that. And it's just so subtle and I just love his performance. I just think he's brilliant in this. His death scene's fucking ridiculous though. Don't understand that. I don't understand what happens to him. Yeah. He just turns to, he actually turns to stone and then, um, then he disappears. Don't understand what happened there. Stonehenge killed them. There's a lot of a lot of questions in this movie. It's not a yeah, movie where yeah, you yeah. want to think too hard about anything that's happening. I also think the movie looks good. Mm-hmm. There's some beautiful shots in this movie. Like, see when all the kids are walking about in the sunset, mm-hmm. and it's just this gorgeous shot of these children walking along wearing costumes, and like the sky's orange and everything around about is black. It's like silhouette. It's beautiful. I think some of this movie's really well shot. Um, and I think it's Dean, Dean Cundy that's done it, and uh, the cinema, uh, he's the cinematographer. I think that makes sense because he's really good. But uh, but yeah, that's it looks good, I think, this movie. Uh, it certainly looks better now than it did when I watched it in VHS <laughs> back in the early 90s. Speaking of looking good, it's a different movie, but it I think it, it, it counts. Uh, with Halloween Kills... You know, they did all those, like, flashbacks to 78. Mm. I thought that was really well done. Like, that, it looked like it was from the original movie. Yeah, there's, I mean, we didn't need to see the dead dog. That was a bit weird. I mean, we know there's a dead dog there. We don't actually have to see it lie on the floor. Yeah. I mean, we remember, some of us remember anyway. Some people wouldn't have seen the original movie for some reason. Um, because they're young. Uh, but, yeah, it does look good. And uh, we spoke about this, but off the air, mm-hmm. as it were, last week. But the the um, Donald Pleasance looks amazing yeah. in that movie. And everybody thought it was CG. Mm-hmm. And it's not. It's a dude called Tom Jones Jr. wearing prosthetics. Um, and it looks amazing. And it's someone else doing the voice. But it looks fantastic. And I thought it was CG. Really I did. CG. I did too. Uh, what's your favourite Halloween movie? I don't want to be boring and say the original, but I think it's the original because of how groundbreaking it was at the time. Mm-hmm. But also it's the one I've seen the most because it's the one I grew up with and watched tons as a kid. Uh, but I don't know. I think H2O is solid and I think it's a lot of people's favourite, but I think H2O suffers from being a screen clone yeah. too much. I, I love H2O. I... I love the idea that, like, she just went into hiding. No, I love that. If you only have, like, the killing scenes of H2O, right? Mm -hmm. 
there isn't much there. The movies barely feature length as it is. There's not many kill scenes. There's only like three people die in the entire thing. It's not... It's not... Well, apart from the, the, the few people at the beginning. But then that's just to set it up, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, like Joseph Gordon-Levitt getting murdered. And his name's Jimmy. So there you go, in that movie. Uh, so those people die, and there's three at the beginning, and then there's only like another three people later on. And it's just kind of... I don't know... Nothing for a while. Yeah. Um, but it, it's it's good because of Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah. Uh, and her commitment to coming back to that character after so long. She's always so good. Um, like, yeah. and she's always so good as this character. Um, I think it's interesting. She keeps coming back. Um, and I think I think that both times they've brought her back, that it was a it was a good story. Um, it's, it's I saw a reviewer um of Halloween Kills say that the Halloween movies are like a choose-your-own-adventure at this point. And yeah. that's true. And it's so funny because I watched all the movies in one week when I was 18, and then I haven't really watched them again. Like, I've seen Halloween a couple times. And so mm-hmm. between watching Halloween Kills last week and then watching this, I'm like, maybe I should just rewatch them. And I, I actually own them all. Um, I bought them all. Mm-hmm. Like, I managed to find them all very cheap. I say all. The first eight even even that bad eighth one because it was in a box set. Mm-hmm. But then my husband started working nights and I wasn't allowed to watch horror films anymore because right before he started working nights, um, I saw The Strangers in Paranormal Activity and uh, being alone by myself at night, having watched Paranormal Activity and, the stra- and Strangers, uh, mm-hmm. I, my mental health was not okay. Yeah. I was very scared all the time. So mm-hmm. <laughs> Dylan was like, you're not allowed to watch horror movies. So I didn't watch them. And then I watched this on Amazon Prime. And I saw that the other movies are on there, too. And now I have to watch Rob Zombie's Halloween, too, because it is now the only Halloween movie I haven't seen. Yeah. Michael Myers is my favorite out of all the, like, you know, like the Freddy Krueger and all that. Yeah, you see, Freddy's still, Freddy's still scarier for me. I mean, he becomes ridiculous, but it's the whole... You can't control it because it can kill you in your mm-hmm. dreams thing. At least with Michael, you can jump in the bus and get the fuck out of town. Whereas, I mean, Freddy, once he's got you in your dreams, that's you gone. You can't, you can't leave your dreams. So I always think that that idea is scarier. To that me. idea is scarier. I just like Michael Myers better. But I also haven't seen that many um, Friday, uh, not Friday Thirteenth, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street movies. So I, see, I think Robert England's amazing as Freddy. I think his performances, even when the films get really stupid, he's still really good in the part. Yeah, he he scares um, me in the first one, but then like it seems like he's so silly later that it's hard for me to take him seriously. Yeah, the second movie is still really scary. I, I, I suggest you watch the second movie, Freddy's Revenge. It's not until really the fourth one he becomes really ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, but two, one, two, and three, he still, he still has some scariness to him. And he's also scary in New Nightmare, Wes Craven's New Nightmare. I see because it's not really Freddy. I've I've only seen the first one, that one, and then I saw Freddy vs. Jason, and it's so funny because my I saw um, Freddy vs. Jason with my husband and my brother in law. My brother in law loves the Nightmare on, on, on Street movies, and I had mm, been yeah. scared of Freddy Krueger up till then. But we get out of the movie mm-hmm. and we're like talking about who we're rooting for, or whatever. And I was talking about how Freddy Krueger is so silly. That, like, Mm -hmm. I wanted him to die because I just didn't, I just thought it was so ridiculous. And he got so mad at me. 
he was furious <laughs> that I would say anything bad about Freddy Krueger. Um, yeah, no, he does get ridiculous. He's still my favorite, but he's, he does get ridiculous. Oh, I just looked up Nightmare on Elm Street to see if it's streaming anywhere, and I have never seen a movie that was streaming in so many places. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, it listed a lot of different apps. First three movies I'd highly recommend if you still want Scary Freddy. Despite the quipping in the third one, he's still quite sort of domineering in that. He still has a presence that's like, fuck, I don't want to be... I don't want to dream tonight, thank you very much, please. Mm -hmm. But then, yeah, it just becomes ridiculous after that. The original is psychologically scary, and the remake is more um, jump scares. It absolutely is, yeah. It is. I don't like that remake. But it's nothing to do with, you know, Robert England not being in it or anything. I just don't think it's... I just think it's dull. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't like it that much, but I also like that they get into the fact that he molested kids. Because that's sort of what I just assumed based on his backstory in the first one. Yeah, it's not... It's not said in the original movies. It's it. He he murdered children. Yeah, he's a murderer. There's no real reference to him being a a, um, a pedophile in those movies. Like I don't know how I got that from it. Like mm-hmm. I don't remember, but I just remember feeling very strongly about it. And clearly, based on how the remake went, I wasn't the only one no, that went not. to that place. Um, which made me feel better that I'm not the only one who because I've mentioned it to people and they're like, "What are you talking about?" No, I mean. It's not it's not specifically said, but obviously, I mean, it must be hinted at somewhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I haven't watched it in so long. I need to watch it. Um, I, God, I, 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 I like those movies. I need to watch more horror movies. I don't watch enough horror movies, and I and now I can't really watch them at home because my husband doesn't like them very much. He doesn't like right. being scared. He did watch Halloween Kills with me, but he doesn't like watching horror movies that much. Mm-hmm. And I also have a child, so yeah. like like one of the reasons I had to watch this movie at work is because I'm very limited on time to watch it at home, mm-hmm. where like my child isn't going to be traumatized if he walks into the room. <laughs> But now that I'm seeing all these different movies that are streaming, like the Halloween movies and stuff, I'm like, maybe maybe I put it on in the background at work while I'm entering in reports or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. See how we're not really talking about the Friday the 13th movie. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I respect what the first one was doing, but I thought it was so stupid. Like, it, it didn't work for me. The first one isn't good. Um, like, it's okay. <laughs> I respect the POV thing, but it yeah. it it makes it less scary. But I I think the second Friday the Thirteenth is better than the first one. The third one isn't that great because it's three D. Oh look, everything's in three D. Here's an eyeball <laughs> in the camera kind of thing, right? Mm-hmm. And then the fourth one is absolutely pretty damn good. That's one with Corey Feldman as Tommy Jarvis. And uh, and that is a great film. I love that movie. And then the fifth one is the kind of the black sheep of the series. Um, and it's kind of mixed and I don't hate it. But the sixth one is good. Um, and then seven is one with quote-unquote Carrie, uh, where it's a tel- telekinetic teenager. Uh. Uh, and that's not brilliant. And then you've got Jason Takes Manhattan, which isn't really Jason Takes Manhattan. It's Jason's on a boat for an hour and 15 minutes, and then he goes to 
Canada for 10 minutes. It's masquerading as Manhattan. And then uh, Jason goes to hell's garbage. Jason X is <laughs> garbage, but kind of sort of fun in a weird way because um, it doesn't take itself seriously at all. And I, I like it when movies do that. Um, and then you've got Freddy vs. Jason and then the remake. And the remake of Friday the 13th at times is actually quite fucking terrifying. But all the characters are garbage and I don't want to watch it. I forgot they remade it. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's it? 12 Friday the 13th movies. Oh, Jesus. Um, I say that there's like 12 Halloween movies, right? Yeah, no, yeah. Um, the thing that I liked about watching Halloween 3 is that I really didn't know anything about it and mm-hmm. the actors weren't like super recognizable to me. Mm-hmm. So, which always helps, I think. Yeah. So, it, it's kind of it's always it's rare I watch a movie where I don't know what it's about. Yeah, no, that's good. That's good. I'm always glad that you get to do that. I'm glad you get to experience stuff like that for this podcast, Jen. Um, so, next time, um, we're going to be doing one of our new seasons. We're not doing months, we're doing seasons. It just so happens to start at the beginning of November. <laughs> but we're going to be doing two weeks of this and then a break because we'll be doing a Thanksgiving movie and then hopefully another two weeks of this season. So we're starting off a Arnold Schwarzenegger season of movies because why the fuck not <laughs> and jen's picking the first one and what are you picking jen twins twins okay so twins yeah. is next week i haven't seen that movie since the el- since the early 90s i think <laughs> so yeah i've seen it exactly once and it was not long after it came out on vhs yeah, so I've i don't remember it at all okay um right. yeah okay. and i it's so funny i haven't seen that many arnold schwarzenegger movies no no well this is my forte then <laughs> <laughs> I've I've seen I like I've seen some of the comedies like uh, you know like Twins I saw Junior, yeah. um, Kindergarten Cop I saw um, Last Action Hero, mm-hmm. and I've seen the Terminator movies. Mm-hmm. But Jingle but, all the way. Yeah, but I didn't. I haven't seen that. Oh, uh, when I was talking Christmas. when I was talking to my husband about how I had to pick a, an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie, he kept suggesting things, and I was like, I never watched those. I never saw them. Mm. It's like I need, and he was like, I know, and I was like, well, that's not the point of the podcast. Yeah, you have to have <laughs> seen the one you've picked. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. I haven't seen most of his like iconic movies. Yeah, but there'll be well, <laughs> my first pick isn't one of those. Um, but we will. Uh, yeah, but we'll get into that. We'll get into uh, we'll we'll get into one of his more famous movies later on in the month. Uh, so anyway, that's all we have time for. Um, if you'd like to follow the podcast, it's at Drop the Pilot Pod on Twitter. Shiftybench.co.uk is the website. Contact at Shiftybench.co.uk as the email address to contact us. Where can people follow you online, Jen? Um, at Pilot Inspectors on Twitter. Excellent. So thank you all for listening and we'll speak to you all next time. Goodbye. Bye.